Welcome to Thunder Nerds. I'm Brian. I'm your Philip Von Weiss, and thank you for consuming the Thunder Nerds conversation with the people behind the technology that love what they do and do tech good. Ah, do tech good. Hey guys, we are at Front End Design Conference 2019. Yeah, in St. Pete, Florida, at the Playing Theater. It's awesome. It is the ninth year here and the 11th. Uh, here for the conference. Yeah, so amazing. And we're here with Michelle Brownstein. This person. Yeah. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're so glad to have you. And you're here to talk with Mara. I am. What time tomorrow? I have no idea, but sometime in the morning. Sometime in the morning. Yeah. Stay tuned. Set your clock for that. Hey, sir, a.m. Reminder. It's 4 a.m. 4 a.m. That's early. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was 4 30. Oh. A.m. Yeah, I was going to say the exact time, yeah. but yeah, I think it's 4 30. Michelle, for our audience, do you mind providing a little yeah. bit of context about you, who you are, what you do? Sure. Why it's you hard to define, define all of this. Um, but I yeah. this on an existential level, yeah. of course. Yeah. yeah. So I'm Michelle Brownstein. I'm the Associate Director of User Experience at 352. Mm -hmm. um, so I do a lot of things, uh, but included in my big title is uh, I also work on a development team. So I'm creative director for that team. Mm -hmm. So I do graphic design, I do user interface design, I do user research, I help translate business requirements from our clients into our development team. And then I help all of that with all the other parts of the staff. How long have you been at 10? I have been at Prefect 2 for... Oh, I was adding this, sorry. Yeah, yeah, they do uh, cumulatively. I love how you have a background. I've seen it a lot, and I really appreciate that you have a background in psychology. I do. And, and yeah. I feel like that's such a perfect, like, UX psychology. It's it's a perfect... Yeah, it's background. for me, it's, it's yeah. a, a perfect fit, particularly because my bachelor's yeah. was focused on neuroscience research. Oh, so nice. being, oh. Yeah, so then being able to apply all my research background and research methodologies to actual user interface yeah. research has been really great. But, uh, oh, but yeah, okay. so I've, I've been at 350 for 11 years. Ah, fun. congratulations. Uh, so yeah, I'm a little bit of a lifer. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's been a great ride just um, transitioning from starting out doing just code and design into moving into well, UX. Where, where are you based out of? Um, so I'm in Gainesville. Um, okay. We have a location oh, here in Tampa. Yes! Go Gators? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So we have our office in Gainesville, which is where we were founded, um, out of a frat house, both things. It's a great oh, really? Story. Yeah, oh, it's a great story. Oh. Uh, but we have a location in Tampa and one in Atlanta as well. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So what the heck are you talking about here? So today, I'm, or, or tomorrow, I guess, actually, oh, I'm yeah. going to be talking about designing for real life. So if you think about um, all the places you oh, actually man. use the internet, right? So Everywhere. Yeah, right. So yeah. we're using we use stuff, uh, you know, when you're out of these conferences, you know, you know bridges use them now. Which is crazy, people, right? People browse Reddit when they're in the bathroom, you know, wherever it is, you know, people are constantly on the internet and not in ideal circumstances. So often <laughs> when we're doing we're doing design and development, we're thinking about what does it actually look like on the device? Can I find the thing? But we're not thinking about like all the other crap that's going on around them. Like what is their environment? And do they have enough light? Is their battery yeah. about to die? All these uh, things. Yeah. And so thinking about the external factors that um, apply to the way the user interacts with the system is what I'm talking about. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting about uh, where people are. It, it may explain why some Reddit people and YouTube comments are so bad. If they're all in the bathroom and okay. <laughs> just angry. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So, what do you mean? They need more fiber. What do you mean by um, like environment specifically? Like, what are you yeah. referring to as far as like how like 
designed specifically. I, I didn't quite sure. follow exactly what you were Yeah, doing. so yeah. If you, there's a number of aspects I'm gonna kind of mention in the talk, but um, if you think about uh, when you're in a movie theater, right? yeah. so mm -hmm. um, if you have an app that you're designing for use in a movie theater, yeah. various reasons you might do this, you don't want it to be super bright, yes. right? You want it yes. to be a darker mode yeah. so that you know, you're know you not being obnoxious in the middle of a movie theater. Or if you're gonna be re reading Reddit in bed with lights off, maybe you want a darker mode, yeah. is there a battery, that kind of thing. But there's other aspects, like the way that people organize information or apply it to the world. So if you think about gro grocery shopping, right? Mm -hmm. When you go to the grocery store, if you just have a normal list, you're gonna have to scroll up and down through your list when you go oh, through yeah. each aisle, did I get everything? Or right, by where it is. But doing small mm -hmm. things like organizing that information by the aisle infinitely helps the user and makes things easier because that's oh. how it applies to their real life, to the real world around them. Yeah, I think even Target, uh, I remember seeing it, uh, Target has something like that where you can make the list and it actually tells you what aisle it's on in the app, which is pretty impressive. That yeah. stuff is just blows yeah. my mind when I see it. Yeah, so um, Publix is actually one of the ones I was going to talk about, and it does exactly right. this. And yeah, I'm a big uh, Publix fan. Uh, uh, shopping is a pleasure. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, yeah I like the Publix. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. So, um, yeah, so it's one of uh, it's literally saved my family like thirty minutes each week just by reorganizing our list into a, yeah. a reasonable That's so cool. order. So yeah, what's maybe one of the um, bigger challenges we might not be thinking of that uh, could be an everyday thing that would really be improved? If we thought about it in that context. Ooh, just one. Just one. One for you. Five hundred. <laughs> There's a whole course. Uh, no, uh, yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think that, I don't know. That's a really good question. Maybe just like some of like, uh, let's, let's take an example of uh, something to do with the automotive industry. Like okay. what's, what's something that we could help out with? Say somebody's driving in there, using a map to get somewhere. Yeah, so um, streamlining interfaces is yeah. a big thing. So when, the more things that we have on a page, we increase something called cognitive load, right? And the more things there are, the more your brain has to actually process yeah. like, to understand what's going on. And so I was recently on a trip uh, with a coworker who was trying to navigate uh, using his phone on a city he'd never been in before. Uh, and yeah. it was one of the situations, like, he's trying to navigate what's going on in the real world. There's a ton of traffic. Mm -hmm. um, so he's already got all these external stimuli, using up basically all his brain power, and oh, then yeah. also having to use a map to navigate, which is completely, you know, it's combined yeah. with all these different lines. That would make me want to nap. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. You just, like, pull over to the side of the road, just give up on life, right? Yeah, it's yeah. time to cry. Um, but being able to streamline those things and maybe providing minimal interaction that the user has to has to look like look at in those instances will help decrease the cognitive load of the system and allow them to focus on what's more important, which is not getting an accident. Yeah, that's yeah, that's great. But do you mind providing um, some of the you know for the people that can't make it here today, sure. and um, whether that's their work wouldn't let them out or they can afford a ticket, like some of the one or two of the good takeaways that they yeah. could uh, use in the field. Yeah, um, yeah. So the main takeaways from the talk are. Think about your users, frankly. Um, think about them beyond just your personas and your epic maps, journey maps, whatever information you have. It's not just about who they are, but it's about what they do, how they do it. Yeah. Um, and so thinking again about are they using my app in the bathroom? Are they using it, you know, when the lights are off, those kinds of things. And understanding that while yes, people can use apps anywhere, particularly now that we, you know, we have mobile devices everywhere in our lives. There may be a particular circumstance where they may be using it more frequently than not. So if you think about like Mint, Mint has great um, mobile apps, right? But a lot of the data entry will probably be done on the desktop. 
And yeah. so thinking around, you know, well, what does that actually look like when people are doing it in the real world? Well, they have to go get all their usernames and passwords and they have to do this and that. And so having an understanding of how they're going to interact with it in their real life, that's where you need to get to. That's And being able to do things like user observation, go look at your people actually yeah. using your <laughs> thing and understand um, how they're going to interact with it. And I have a quick example. Please. We, uh, at 302, we had a client um, who we were working on a system for, it was an intranet kind of system, yeah. and they had to do a lot of data entry. And in this particular system, we had the opportunity to go and observe the client, or rather their, their users, um, at their desks actually using the system as it stood. And we noticed that for this digital product that they had, there were people that were using a, actual paper calendar in their cubicle because the system wasn't accommodating for what they actually need to accomplish. Wow. So being able to actually go and see people in the context and what they're going to be using it can eliminate a lot about um, yeah. user research. research. Yeah. yeah, it helps But eliminate. going beyond user research, just yeah. observe them, just watch. Yeah. It's yeah. It helps eliminate assumptions and just base it on data yeah. instead. instead. Maybe validate. Some assumptions you did have. Yeah. Yes, I love UX, so I, I'm a good side. Uh, I think so. you're, yeah. <laughs> you're a gator, you're UX. <laughs> That's yeah. not the like. So, what, uh, one thing I'd like to ask is what have, what was the background of you building this talk? Like, how long did it take you to build it? Did you, did you make a bunch of slides, delete them? Did you, uh, <laughs> did you still edit today? Yeah, yeah. Did you talk to friends and family and, like, Send it to them. Be like, listen to me. You have to like. Yeah. Give us a little. Um, so I started leading the UX meetup groups in Gainesville, and so um, this was actually a talk that I gave um, several months ago now, actually. Um, and it all kind of started. I, <laughs> uh, my husband and I are big moviegoers, and so uh, we had heard about movie mediastinger.com. Um, if you guys aren't familiar, it's a website that allows you to find out if there's after credit scenes in oh, movies. That's cool. Oh, dude, that's that's nice. Yeah. Nice. It's amazing. Mediastinger.com. Okay. It's amazing. That's interesting. Yeah. If you're going to see Endgame, definitely check it out. Um, yeah. That would be my only spoiler. Uh, but uh, because we kept using the site, I started realizing how good the interface was because, again, in a movie theater, when you're going to open it, find out at the end of the movie, oh, yeah. if I have to sit yeah. through Perfect. credits. Yeah. But it's a dark mode, and I every time I open it, I'm like, this is brilliant. Does it like, spoil it or just like, no, no, no? I mean, you can open up the spoilers, oh, but yeah, that it's, is it's nice. frankly, that's, that's another, tells, yeah, that's another example. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's it just great. tells you whether you should say or you shouldn't, it doesn't tell you anything else unless you yeah. want to know. But it was opening up that that's app cool. time and time again, and I'm like, you know what? People should know about this, people should think about this, yeah. And that was kind of what prompted this entire talk. That's awesome. Life yeah. adaptive. Yeah. yeah. Have you changed it since the meetup at all? Did you adapt? Yes. So the original talk was about 30 minutes long. Uh, it is actually on YouTube because uh, I recorded that session. Um, but uh, yeah, so this will be a lightning talk, so it'll be a bit faster. Um, so snipped out a few things. Just stretch out to an hour. Yeah, I mean, I could probably talk <laughs> right. that long. I'm not sure anybody wants to listen that long. But. Oh, they should. UX is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, they can't kick you off the stage, so. Yeah. It's true. I'm, I'm kind of short, though. So Hold on to the the uh, what's that thing the podium. Oh yeah, the podium. <laughs> <laughs> so how how can people uh, best get a hold of you? Yeah, so um, hit me up on LinkedIn. Uh, probably one of the easier ways. Um, oh, what's Twitter? your obviously we'll put it in the yeah. Show notes, uh, I think it's just M Brownstein. Okay, yeah, something along those lines. Um, and um, Twitter on, at M Brownstein. Perfect. 
Nice. Okay. Great. Do you have any any final words that you'd like to uh, share? And deep any, any, any parting existential yeah, sure advice? It has to be very deep. Um, meaningful. Oh gosh. Maybe no cliche. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. We'll play some like ocean music in the background too. So. Remember, friends, you are not your users. Ding. Well done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Rachel. Really appreciate you being on the show. Thank you so much. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. We got a lot more coming up. for consuming the Thunder Nerds. We honestly and sincerely appreciate you watching and or listening to the show. Please subscribe on YouTube and iTunes. Write us a review, kick a few stars our way. And above all else, please remember to send your favorite book suggestions to Brian Hinton. I, I like romance novels. They have happy endings. I should have known the Terrator didn't mean us any harm when the Sword of Omens didn't obey me. And anyway, it was just plain stupid to assume it might be bad. Just what the <laughs> fuck am I talking about?